live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Hey, folks, glad you're with us. It is Vegas Sportsbook Radio, our NFL edition, and we've got two of the very best are going to get us rocking and rolling into week eight. Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com is going to get the fun started, and he'll come back with us. Mark Lawrence is also going to check in from PlaybookSports.com. He's based in South Florida. He'll have a lowdown on the Dolphins to it and what's going on there. Deshaun Watson, all kinds of information Mark Lawrence will have for us. But let's just dive in and welcome Kenny to the program. And Kenny, Thursday night, Aaron Rodgers is catching six and a half points, and you look at that and you go, Boy, that's hard to pass up. And we know Arizona, unbeaten, having a great season. The way it ends, Murray throws a pick. It was a grisly way for Arizona to lose the game. But it's funny, when we're doing our handicapping, we talk about many games where you go, this is correlated. If you like Arizona, you probably like Arizona. Their offense is clicking, and they're going to score points. But even though it's Aaron Rodgers, and, and honestly, nailed this one on the way in from a prop perspective. That Green Bay, even with Aaron Rodgers, had to shorten the game. He had basically no one at wide receiver. Cobb came through with a couple of touchdowns. But that had to be a two-headed monster. And thought Dylan would be a big factor in that game. And sure enough, the Packers shortened the game, Kenny. It was a weird way that they won it at the end. But it was a correlated deal. It was Packers in the under or Arizona in the over. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%, Brian. And, and, you know, we were together Thursday night, and I'm watching that game, and I, I wanted to tell you the score, and I know you didn't want to. You wanted to watch it from beginning to end. And you It must have been fun to watch it from beginning to end. And then uh, you had your Sabres game. That was a great game, for, uh, a nice night for you on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, uh, I you had fun. Yeah. Um, no doubt. Kenny and, I, Kenny, and I, Kenny and I, by the way, do, do the high school game of the week on television in Vegas, and we were calling a what was a – it was a treat for us on Thursday night, Kenny. It was a playoff game, a one-point game that was an unbelievable high school football game too. Yeah, it really was. It was it was a it was a fun night. I mean, I'm and I was tracking that Arizona Green Bay games. So I had the game under, and I thought, oh boy, here we go. Arizona's going to at least get a field goal, tie this to twenty four twenty four. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I can tie the the, the total still if somebody <laughs> kicks a field goal, wins twenty seven twenty four, and then all of a sudden interception, ball game over, Green Bay wins. And uh, you're right, I I was kicking myself after, got greedy, and I said I should have had the Packers and under in a parlay. Let me just ask you from a power rating perspective and all the things, and you've always used the word, you should have trademarked this, by the way, every game's a snowflake. But when you're sitting there and you're looking at a game like that, and you go, I understand the number and all the injuries, at the same time you're sitting there going, you're giving me six and a half points with Aaron Rodgers. How often is the quarterback the decider in you making a play? Oh, boy. I mean, every game I look at, I think about the quarterbacks and maybe the advantage that quarterback has. I guess, you know, it kind of scared me off the game a little bit because Kyler Murray has played so well, and I have him this year, just this year, and I don't use this year's stats. I use over the last three years and how these guys have played. So um, Kyler Murray's number one in the NFL right now. Stats-wise for this season, that's how good he is. So I thought, well, it is Aaron Rodgers, but man, Aaron Murray, or Kyler Murray is awfully good. So I'm going to stay away from this freight train and these Arizona Cardinals. Uh, but boy, it was Brett. It was Aaron Rodgers. I was going to say Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> uh, led his team to victory, and you're right, he did it methodically. 
you know, you have to be adaptable. And as the season goes along, I think at the beginning of the year, you sat there and said, boy, the AFC looks tougher. Now, you got to take schedule, scheduling, strength of schedule into account. But you look at that game, that's a game that could maybe down the road determine home field advantage. But coming into this weekend, you got the Cowboys at five to one, five and one, the Bucks at six and one, the Cardinals seven and one, the Rams at six and one, and Green Bay's on a Tootsie roll and in complete control of their division. I mean, that NFC has got some power brokers. Yeah, it sure does. They they have all the top records in the in the NFL. So uh, be interesting to see, but they'll they'll beat each other up a little bit. There'll be some losses there within the uh, conference, and uh, there's going to be some AFC teams that step up. And Buffalo's one of those teams. Baltimore's still good. Um, I don't want to say Cincinnati yet. I know they came off a great game, but uh, I don't know if they're there yet. Um, but right right now, it looks like Buffalo and Tennessee maybe are the top two teams. When Kenny comes back with us in a little bit on Vegas Sportsbook Radio, we will Gatling gun through every game on the menu. But in terms of just generically, Kenny, heading into basically close to the halfway point, what kind of read do you have on this? Do you, are we back to normal with fans and everything? I mean, do you find this being a really legitimate, honest, just a good old-fashioned NFL season? Yeah, to me, it definitely looks like that. Uh, I, I said at the beginning of the year, I thought it would be a, kind of a year of the – I knew it was going to be the year of the underdog in college football, which it has been. But I thought that could lead over to, to the NFL a little bit um, after last year and kind of the change in the game uh, that we could have underdogs again covering the NFL. And underdogs have done done well up to the last three weeks where favorites started to hit their stride a little bit. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny's going to come back. We're going to go through every game – Week 8 in the NFL. Bye weeks are part of the equation. In fact, this week, there are only two teams that are on buys. Six teams are coming off buys, so we got a lot to get to on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Mark Lawrence coming up next. segment. Kenny White's coming back. We're thrilled you're with us along the Sports Grid Radio Network and here on Sirius Channel 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There's listening to SportsGrid, then there's listening to SportsGrid. You know you're doing it right when friends ask you about the week's matchups, the wife is happy, and your teenager regards you with quiet awe. Here's your slippers, Dad. Keep listening to the SportsGrid Radio Network. All right, here we go. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, one of our favorite Segments on Sportsbook Radio. Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com. The magazine is still useful, believe me. The Playbook Magazine, use it all the time. Coffee Club, Midweek Alert, Newsletter, all kinds of cool stuff. He's one of our dear friends. The one, the only, Mark Lawrence, joining us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. And we start, Mark, talking NFL, my friend. And listen... Your backyard, Bills coming off a bye, beat Miami 35 nothing. 
and didn't play well in week two. Now they're mad after blowing the game against Tennessee, coming off a bye. It's supposed to be rainy and windy Sunday in Buffalo. Uh, how big a hornet's nest is Miami walking into, bud? Well, just the fact that you mentioned Buffalo coming off the loss with a bye is ugly enough. The fact that Miami's not really playing good football at all and all the talk swirling about both Brian Flores and Tua Tagovailoa, it's not a good picture for Miami these days. But the only thing I'm going to mention about that 35 to nothing win Buffalo had, it was not 35 to nothing on the field. On the scoreboard, yes, but Buffalo only put up 314 yards in the football game. It's a football game that sort of got out of hand for Miami, and uh, Buffalo really didn't need to step on the pedal. So one only imagines what can happen if they do oh, step on I the know. pedal this particular week. You know? I, last year they played they played a meaningless game in the final week of the season. Buffalo's position was already elected, and they beat them 56-26. The, the one thing, Mark, and I know the, the well-oiled machine, put the numbers in one day and see what it spits back at you. Since he's gotten to Buffalo, Josh Allen knows for the Bills, maybe not for the Dolphins, but for the Bills, their big rival is Miami. And Josh Allen has lit these guys up. He has torched them since he's come in the league. Yeah, we see that down here in Miami whenever Buffalo visits. The the stands are littered with Bills fans. And the Bills Mafia comes down here and travels real well with the team. So this is a big game, obviously, for both football teams. It's not like Buffalo is going to be looking past this, especially after getting tripped up uh, in their last football game at Tennessee. Uh, I, I can look for a big effort by Buffalo in the football contest, or if for no other reason this Miami football team is in total disarray right now as we speak. Here's a great football game, Mark. Tennessee-Indianapolis. This number is 10. Indy won at home. Indy's a one-point favorite at the moment. The total's 51. Tennessee beats Buffalo. They beat Kansas City. They're feeling their oats. I'm just going to throw this out there. Carson Wentz is starting to play better. He's healthier. He's learning the ropes. You know, Indy, I think, Mark, at the end of the year, this is a team I would not want to bump into because I think on both sides of the ball they can play. Yes, they can. You know, they had that schedule sort of stacked up against them to begin with, and they've worked their way through it right now, and they're playing some really good football. Carson Wentz is in his groove right now, playing really, really good. He's assumed a leadership role on the football team, which they really desperately needed. And I don't think you can ask for a better situation for the Colts this particular week with Miami coming in here off those two huge home underdog upset wins, having a a two-and-a-half game lead in the division. This is the sort of stuff that you kind of look for as a handicapper with the Colts as a play in the football game, and I can see the number beginning to run to the Colts as we're speaking. Uh, it won't surprise me that the Colts do go off the favorite in the football contest, but I couldn't ask for, like I see a better situation if you like the Colts in the game, which I do. Mark, your Browns take on the Steelers this week. Uh, we don't know if it's Mayfield or Keenum yet, but we do know that Chubb is back. Uh, for the Browns, the Steelers have kind of been scuffling through the year so far, but this is one of the better rivalries in the NFL, so I imagine they'll be ready to go here against the Browns. Your thoughts on uh, Steelers-Browns this week? Yeah, there's no fondness for either of these two players, these teams from these two cities here at all. And you know, Pittsburgh comes in here with an added week of rest to get ready for the football game. Baker Mayfield has worked out with the starting team during the week in preparation for this game, so I might not be all surprised to see him behind center in the contest. 
what's going on with Cleveland here right now is they're looking to try and get themselves healthy once again. Uh, they're as beat up and bad as any team has been in the National Football League thus far. And what really, really uh, kind of caught my fancy here, Steve, was uh, in Pro Football Focus, which is a great, great publication, online publication. They made the Cleveland Browns, they ranked them the number two best team in the National Football League this season to date. And people may want to raise their eyebrows at that and say, how can a three-loss team be the second-best team in the league? But everything is about metrics and analytics with pro football focus. And from that standpoint, the Browns are really, really putting things together here. All they need is a break as far as the health and the, and the mash unit goes in this football team. But I'm going to look for a big effort by the Browns in this football contest. You kind of just answered what I was going to ask you. They're 4-3. and three. They find a way to get a win as a mash unit. They get extra time to prepare for this game. So you're kind of treading water, just staying afloat till you get, you know, get the all the troops back. But boy, if, if you can win games while you're banged up, Mark, you know, Cleveland is one of these teams you maybe you look at in the back half of the season. I think especially for sure, and you know, uh, you can. I think you can ask any coach in the league that in times like this, what Cleveland's going through, when these second unit players are asked to step up, and they do, and they end up gaining this added valuable experience. It makes the team only that much deeper, because as you know, Brian, you're only as good as your weakest link, and the Browns are making that those links, uh, those second and third links, they're fortifying them right now. So if they can just keep the boat in the water until they can get this unit healthy here, prefer in the second half of the football season, I think they're going to be a force come playoff time. I got a funny feeling, knowing you the way I know you, and maybe even having come to grips with what the well-oiled machine spits out. I look at Cincinnati laying 10.5 against the Jets, and my analogy would be, this would be like Mark talking about a college football team that's a fat cat, and you're asking them to cover a number that, you know, this is new territory for the Bengals. It is, and in fact, as we're going into this football weekend here, the Cincinnati Bear, uh, Bengals are the number one seed in the AFC where the playoffs to start this weekend. Number one seed. That's how well they've played thus far this football season. So tip of the hat to the uh, Bengals and everything they've done, and a lot of it's because of Joe Burrow, the wizardry of Joe Burrow. He's getting some protection. Jamar Chase, his wide receiver, his go-to guy from LSU, is really, really working well in tandem with him. But you have situations where teams reach levels and they have to uh, they can step down to the level of opposition. And I think this is the perfect case in point this weekend against the Jets. They're going to start Mike White making his first National League start this season. And we so oftentimes, as you know, Brian, allude to the fact that when a backup quarterback starts his first game replacing a starter, there's a rally around that quarterback situation. And I think it will exist for the Jets on Sunday. And I can also see complimenting that Cincinnati coming down to their level. So I'm going to have to grab the points with the Jets. Get the clothespin out, grab the points with the Jets. Mark, I don't know I've got the heart to pull the trigger on this, but I will say this to you. All those years ago, we identified you identified teams that played Pittsburgh the following week were so beat up, you faded them. And that went on for two and a half years. Then Seattle turned into that team. And I'm just telling you, that Monday night game, that was a brawl. New Orleans and Seattle, that was a physical game. There's a part of me wants to fade both these teams, but Seattle's only laying three and a half to the Jags, and New Orleans is at home in a game they need against Tampa. Yeah, and Seattle needs this game just as well. I mean, it, it, right now they're like they're trying to keep this boat in the water until Russell Wilson himself comes back, and uh, you know you've got. 
Pete Carroll in situations that uh, you know he's really, really risen to in his career when he hosts lousy football teams like Jacksonville with that win percentage they have. He's 20-1 and one straight up in his career against teams that are 200 or less. Uh, he has to, all he has to do is win this football game. And I, I think for the price, if the situation weren't what it is, we wouldn't be talking about Seattle. But at a field goal or less, I'll be on the Seahawks in this contest. Great NFL information from Mark Lawrence. PlaybookSports.com, the Midweek Alert, the newsletter. All kinds of great information. Always a treat when Mark Lawrence joins us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204, and along the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, we're back with you. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio, our NFL edition. Thanks to Mark Lawrence. Great information as always. And here he comes. He's back. Kenny White, KennyWhiteSports.com. We're going to dive into all the games, Kenny, but tell the folks about all the cool things at your site. Oh, thank you, Brian, at KennyWhiteSports.com. We have a weekly newsletter that's been uh, uh, well well received by the clients, and it's been some great information. Uh, power ratings are in there for the NFL, the NBA, NHL, college football, We'll be adding college uh, basketball. Uh, great stories, uh, write up some games and picks, and a lot of great information. Also, the PowerRatings.com. That information is available uh, daily. That's nineteen ninety nine a month. One of the best deals. But unless you know, if you don't want to go through all those stats and all that work, uh, and you want to want the plays, they're there available too. Some great handicappers uh, doing a great job. Stephen Nover's uh, been been beating up the NBA. Uh, Micah Roberts has been beating up the NFL. Uh, you've been doing a great job with the NHL, Brian, and uh, myself. I've been doing the college football, so uh, it's 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 uh, there for everybody. Uh, anybody's taste liking, you got something for everybody. All right, let's have added all the games on the menu. Week eight NFL. We start with Miami at Buffalo. Bills laying 14, 48 and a half. Kenny, the old adage: you go broke laying double digits in the NFL. Uh, there have been some real good spots, though. Most of it surrounds Houston getting smoked. But I would say this. Buffalo has a stone in their shoe. They feel they gave the way they they did gave away the Monday night game against Tennessee after beating Kansas City. They beat Miami 35 nothing on the road in week two and didn't play well in the process. And last year, going into the bye, they lost the game to the Cardinals on a Hail Mary, and they were so ticked off, and all the Bills did after that was not lose another game in the regular season. I don't like Miami's chances here. Yeah, I don't either. I, I, I thought the game should be uh, priced as high as it is. I can't bet the game because it is a pretty high-priced game, and Buffalo would be glad to win the game. But uh, this is a game where my total of 50 um, is, is a little bit shaded to the over. And with good weather, I like the Buffalo offense to put up some points here in this game. So that's my lean in this game is to the over. But I, I understand where you're going. And this might be another correlated parlay. You get a big favorite like this. Lay the points with Buffalo. If they put up 42 mm-hmm. in the game, there's a good chance it goes over the total. Oh, I think you're onto something. I think if Miami, 
if if people are on board with Miami, the game's got to go under. I mean, they they cannot get in a shootout with Buffalo. They have no chance. Yeah, no, they'd have to play a, a run game, run the clock, shorten the game, and, and, and stay around and hang around, give themselves a chance. But I just don't see that happening. This is a, a team that is going backwards at this point in the season. Let's go to Carolina and Atlanta. Falcons are laying the total in the game, 46-and-a-half. Two teams, Kenny, that are pretty hard to trust. Oh, yeah. Um, Atlanta especially. Uh, they're just a weak football team. They've got a very good quarterback, though, in Matt Ryan, and, and Matt Ryan has won them a couple of games this year because of that. They are on a two-game winning streak going into this one. Uh, division game, it is a big game for both teams, obviously. Carolina has struggled since McCaffrey went out uh, weeks ago. Uh, they started the season 3-0. and but since then, have just hit the skids, and this is a team uh, that has finally, you know, they finally realized what they are. I believe um, not much of an edge for me here. I uh, don't want to lay points with a bad team, but I do have Arizona or uh, Atlanta three and a half in the game. My total a little bit higher than what's on the board at forty-eight and a half, and that might be worth a play because it's a, it's a game of two teams that really don't have a lot of defense. Okay, we get to this one. Phillies at Detroit, laying three and a half. Total in the game is 48. Phillies a Jekyll and Hyde thing. And Detroit, I just said, hey, man, they're playing hard for this guy. And, of course, the week I say, they just keep digging deep. They get torched by Cincinnati. At least Detroit is playing hard for Campbell. It, this looks like what, if you're Detroit, right, Kenny? Leading up to this game, you're sitting there, you're looking at your schedule going, this is one of a handful of games we've got a chance to win. No doubt about it. Uh, it it's one of the few games they do. A home game against Chicago later in the year is a game they could win. Um, I like Detroit in this game. I, I think uh, the three and a half, that hook is so tantalizing to give me the mm-hmm. three and a half. You know, Philadelphia would be glad to just win this game. I made a case last week for Las Vegas and it wasn't for Las Vegas. It was against Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia is a below-average offensive team, a below-average defensive team, which makes them a below-average overall football team. So you're asking a bad team to lay points more than a field goal in this game to win against the team you said it. Plays hard. They're playing hard for Dan Campbell. Uh, they want to win. They want to try to get that first win, and uh, I think there's a good chance they could get it this week. The one pause for concern well, for starters, it's Detroit. But you had Goff going against the Rams, and they played their lungs out. They had a chance to win that game last week against the Rams. And you just wonder if they expended so much energy in that game that it cost them this week. Yeah, I, I worry about that because I, I, we've seen that a couple times with them this year. They have They have rotated wins and losses against the spread where games they'll stay in, and then the next week they get blown out. Then they stay in the game, then they get blown out. So uh, it is a little bit of a worry there, but again, they're at home, and a bad team is laying points on the road. So I'm willing to take the three and a half and, and and feel good about Detroit hanging in there to win this game. A lot of people might not think this, but I can make the case, at least in my feeble brain, the, the game of the week is Tennessee at Indianapolis. Indianapolis is laying two and a half. The total's 51. Tennessee, fat and happy. They're on a roll. They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. And all of a sudden, Indy's starting to get their act together. Carson Wentz is playing good. I'm just telling you, Kenny, 
Indy gave some games. They gave a Baltimore game away. They've been a mash unit down the road. I'm telling you, Indianapolis is a team I want no part of playing if I'm looking to make it to the Super Bowl because I think this is a decent football team that's getting better. Yeah, total agreement. I, I think that uh, you're on onto something there. Uh, this is a team I liked at the beginning of the year. Um, I, I thought they could win 10 games, go 10 and 7, uh, being, uh, being a, having a shot to win the division. Uh, they've, they've won now three of their last four games. Uh, they're heading the right direction, and Carson Wentz continues to get better as he continues to get healthier each and every week. So um, I thought Indianapolis should have been uh, three and a half in this game. You know, I normally like to have a two and a half point edge in games, but when you're talking about two and a half to three and a half, it's about a nine percent edge. It's well worth it to lay the two and a half for me in this spot. So I do like the Colts here. Got to ask you specifically your ratings on individual guys. Wentz was hurt. Wentz was learning a new offense. Now it seems like the light bulb's going off a little bit for him. What have you done individually with Carson Wentz's power rating in recent weeks? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if it was a new offense because he was with Frank Reich in Philadelphia, and I think the terminology is the same. So I, I think he came into this knowing what he was going to what expected to do. But I think it was the injury. Um, I had him three points above average to start the year. Um, but had to drop the team about a point and a half, two points early on when they struggled versus Seattle, uh, struggled at Tennessee. The offense just couldn't get it going uh, after those games. So I was down about a point and a half on him. I'm now back up to a three points above average. I'm ready to move him to almost four points above average if he has another good game this week against Tennessee. Rams at Houston, laying 16 points, 47 is the total. I'll tell you, Kenny, if Tyron Taylor gets the start in this game, I would play Houston in the first half. Good bet. I like that first half. That's a good angle because the Rams have been known to start slow, and they coming off there. They coming off, you know, beating Detroit, which isn't a, a gigantic game, but it was an emotional game because of the uh, uh, Stafford uh, golf, you know, kind of mid trade matchup deal. But I'm looking on the Don Best screen right now. Tyrod Taylor is downgraded to out versus the Rams. So all right, there you go. So and that's the reason why the number went up. It was 14 and a half. It's now up to 15 and a half and 16. Uh, Davis Mills, a quarterback. This is a bad football team, the worst in the NFL. But I do believe specifically to Mills, he should have a home power rating and a road power. He is, I mean, the poor kid. I mean, he's a train wreck on the road. At home, they're at least moderately competitive. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they, well, they they yeah they lose to New England by uh, three in that home game. They, they did play poorly against Carolina, and they won the first week of the year against Jacksonville at home. So, yeah, there is a pretty a little bit of a difference for him home and All away. Right. Let's go to this one. Since he and the Jets, since he's laying 10.5, Kenny, the advanced number for this game was 3.5. Since he beats Baltimore, the Jets get obliterated by the Patriots, and obviously Wilson's hurt. But you're asking the Bengals to do something they haven't done in God knows how many years, cover a big number. Yeah, coming off a major win and a game that was adjusted from 3.5 on the early line to 9.5 and then bet up to 11. Um, I I see the professional players coming back and taking the points here with the Jets. I made the game 9. I think that's the right right number, Cincinnati 9. But I think there's a letdown here, and I don't think there's any drop-off from Wilson to Mike White. So... Uh, don't worry about the drop-off at quarterback. Mike White will be fine. He's played 10 exhibition games in his career. He got time last week. 
full week to practice. He is at home. Um, I think he'll make some plays. He will make some mistakes, but he'll make some plays. He's got a good arm. 15 seconds, if you could. What have you done with uh, since he's rating from the beginning of the year to now? Uh, good question. Uh, Cincinnati started the beginning of the year at a 96, and they are now a 102 and a half. So six and a half points. They've they've uh, they've been adjusted up. Most in the NFL by by far. One of the really cool stories in this year's NFL season: the Bengals, Joe Burrow chase what he's meant to that team going through the schedule coming right back to vegas with kenny white keep it here sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Back with your Vegas Sportsbook Radio. It's our weekend NFL edition. Brian Blessing, thrilled to be joined by Kenny White. He joins us every week uh, from KennyWhiteSports.com. And we are diving into all the games on the NFL menu. Let's keep the fun going, Kenny. Pittsburgh is at Cleveland. Cleveland's laying three and a half. Total in the game is 42 and a half. Browns get extra time having played on a Thursday night. Find a way to win a football game as a mass unit. Baker Mayfield now, Kenny. It's his non-throwing shoulder, but they're calling this a completely torn labrum in his non-throwing shoulder. The running backs have been banged up, but to their credit, you, you always say running backs, wideouts are a dime a dozen. Well, Chubb and Hunter, pretty special guys. But when you got a good offensive line and you're playing an ordinary team, you know Cleveland found a way to win that game. If they can get healthy, is Cleveland still an under-the-radar team? Yeah, I believe. Oh, most definitely, they they are under the radar team. This is a very good football team. I had them projected ten point six wins to begin the year in a very difficult schedule because it's a very very tough division. So uh, Baker Mayfield will be back this week. He's going to play with that torn labrum in his left shoulder. There's a possibility we see Nick Chubb back this week uh, for Cleveland, and I really think he will. What I'm reading now is. Uh, he will be in, in, in the game, and he will be playing. So that's that's a big plus for the Browns. This is a rivalry game. Uh, these two hate each other. They always have. And uh, mm-hmm. I think this could, be a, this could be a great battle. A must win, I feel like, for both teams. Uh, with, with Pittsburgh now 3-3 three and three and Cleveland 4-3. and three. Big game. Uh, I'm leading, leaning to the under in this one. When you get the rivalry game in that intensity – Mayfield's banged up. Roethlisberger's been really a roller coaster, right? Do you lean to the defenses having the edge? Would you lean a lower scoring game? Yeah, most definitely. Both these defenses are very good. Uh, they've shown it all year long, and um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm leaning to the under in this game for that factor. And weather could also uh, Cleveland always uh, bad weather situations there. They've had some wind and rain the last two weeks in Cleveland. So let's go to the San Francisco visit to Chicago to take on the Bears. Niners are laying four, 39 and a half. It's like a broken record, isn't it, Kenny? The Niners, lots of talent. They just get injured all the time. Kittle's such a wonderful player. Can't stay on the field. I'll tell you who's going to have a hard time staying on the field if he keeps up at this pace is Fields. That poor kid's going to get killed. He's running for his life, taking more hits than any quarterback in the league. Yeah, that it is it is sad to see. You're right. He is getting beaten up. 
Um, uh, he's going to need to be uh, uh, protected a little bit better. They need to roll him out. They just need they need need to be smarter with him because they could destroy this young man's career if they continue to play the way they are. Uh, big plus for the Bears this week, Akeem Hicks, their big nose tackle, should be back. Uh, and that's a plus for them to stop the run. He is an amazing difference maker when he is in and out, but they do lose Khalil Mack to a foot injury, and he is out. So I guess you gain one, you lose one. Kind of a, a wash there for Chicago. Uh, this will be a, this will be a uh, interesting week. Trey Lance could be back. Garoppolo struggled mightily last week, had his worst game. I think you might see some of Trey Lance this week for the 49ers. All right, I got a game here. I'm telling you, I so desperately want to do this because it's worked in the past, but it's Jacksonville, and that's what scares me. Seattle's laying three and a half with the Jags coming in, and the total's 44 and a half. Kenny, I'm watching the New Orleans-Seattle game, and as I'm watching the game, I'm going, I'm fading both of these teams next week, and then I go and look and see who their matchups are. Kenny, that was a back alley fight. That game was so physical. Specifically, New Orleans defense pounded. And I I mean, it was vicious, pounded Seattle. That I'm like, these guys got nothing left in the tank. They're going to be in the ice tub all week. I want to take Jacksonville, but I'm terrified. But I think Seattle just got beat up last week. Yeah, interesting game. I was very surprised the line was just three and a half because we still know Jacksonville – uh, probably the second or third weakest team in the NFL. Uh, they did come off their first win over in London, had the week off, and uh, feeling good about themselves. But Seattle's crowd is so good. Their defense is still solid. Tough place to play. Uh, this game would have been 14 if Russell Wilson was playing. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not, obviously. But that's a big adjustment, 14 down to 3.5. All right. That's one to watch. New England at the Chargers. Wow. L.A.'s laying four, and the total is 49.5. Let's give Belichick full marks for what he's doing, working with a good young quarterback. I'm sorry, Kenny. You know, the Chargers catch a break here, a little extra time to prepare cross-country. This number just looks really low to me. Um, You know, the the Chargers have had their struggles a little bit this year on defense. They're right now ranked 17th in the NFL and DVOA. Uh, New England ranked 13th. So DVOA ratings have the Patriots the better football team. Um, And the Chargers still trying to build that fan base. They still have one of the weaker home advantages in the NFL. I think this is going to be a very close game. I see New England getting better and better each week. I do like the Charger head coach. Uh, uh, came over from the Rams. There was their defensive coordinator, pulling his name up, uh, Brandon Staley. I think he's done a good job here. But this is a tough spot. I think it's going to be a close game. Well, could you draw a parallel to the Thursday night game? I, I look at this game, and it's first opinion that this is a correlated parlay. Chargers in the over, but New England, Jones can't get in a track meet with Herbert. I, I think it's correlated. If you like New England, I think you got to like the under. Now, I'm, I'm agreeable on that. I, I think the total is a little bit high, and uh, yeah, you could definitely play this under the total and correlate that as well. Take the points to the under. Alright, Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tampa Bay land for Totals 49 and a half. Again, I get back to this. New Orleans, 
finds a way to win that game at Seattle. And, again, I think it was such a physical game that it could hurt them. Plus, they had to fly home from Seattle. Short week, the whole nine yards. And Tampa Bay comes strutting in here, you know, on cruise control. Uh, the, the depth of this Bucks team, Kenny, last week, no Antonio Brown. Okay, they haven't had Gronkowski. Uh, you know, Brady's Brady. But I'm telling you, Leonard Fournette has been, to me, such an eye-opener in what he's meant to that team. And, he, you know, he doesn't get any credit. But the fact that they can run the ball, throw some swing passes to him, that they're getting serviceable play from the running back position, which makes Brady's life easier. He doesn't put up, you know, monster statistics but Fournette's impact on these Bucks games is remarkable. Yeah, this is going to be a great game, really. Is this? And uh, I can't give too much information on this. You know, a lot of the stuff we talk about every game, and I yep. make a living by betting these games and selling this information to my clients. And I hear you. Some of these, a lot of these games, you know, that I've told you have plays on. You have no idea what the strength is, and that's. You know, when you come to Kenny White Sports and you buy someone's selections, we tell you the strength of the play. So I have different strengths, but this is one of my best plays of the weekend. So um, if you if you want to play on this game, come to Kenny White Sports and uh, you can buy one pick. You can buy one pick and you can zero in on the, whatever game you want and click on this game, reveal the pick, and it'll tell you what I like and the and the uh, money roll, the money roll, the money management percentage. I think you should play in the game. And you know, you look at the importance of the game. The Bucks are six and one. I mean, basically, the the Bucks are likely winning the division, but the Saints at four and two can pull within one and would have a tiebreaker edge. They can at least make the South interesting if the Saints can get a win in this spot. Let's go to Dallas and Minnesota, Kenny. Sunday night, this number is starting to go Minnesota's way. And, and I've got to say, I'm kind of on board with it, and this is no knock on Dallas. They both get a breath of fresh air coming in here, extra time to prepare. Minnesota, I think, is better than their record. You look at some of the games they lost to the Bengals at first blush. You're like, what's wrong with these guys? You know, they lose a heartbreaker in the opener. They lose by one to Arizona, and... They lost by seven to the Browns in one of the oddest games of the year. And then, you know, they beat the Lions and the Panthers. You're, you're not, you know, building a resume doing that. But I think Minnesota maybe is better than their record says they are. Yeah, no doubt. This is a good football team. Very well coached. Mike Zimmer does a great job. Uh, he has talent on both sides. Last year uh, was a really down year because they had several players sit out due to due to the COVID and the one main guy in this defense was Daniel Hunter and that guy's a wrecking ball and uh with Cousins he continues to get better. He's one of my top five ranked quarterbacks in the NFL this year. He's put up really good numbers. They have started to play good football. They won three of their last four. They're off a bye week. Uh the Dallas Cowboys are starting to get banged up a little bit. Uh back Prescott has a calf injury, Michael Gallup a calf injury, Tyron Smith on the on the line has an ankle injury. So there's there's a lot of injuries in this football game for Dallas. And this line jumping as high as it has might tell me something that there may not be a Dak Prescott in this game on Sunday night. Hey, listen. Um I'm glad to hear you say that about Cousins in terms of where you have him ranked. And he's easy fodder. I mean, he's a human pinata. Some of the grisly defeats they've suffered. 
you know, the under the lights games, the high profile games, the guy doesn't win. But but honestly, Kenny, he puts up some serious numbers every year. Yeah, he really does. He he's a good quarterback. He he can make all the throws. He's a good decision maker. Uh, yeah, I, I really like Kirk Cousins. I mean, he and he took. You're right. He took a lot of abuse for several years about he could not win the big game. Uh, you know that we see Aaron Rodgers winning those big games, and I can so I can understand that a little bit. But he's had his team there, and they have had some success. Uh, they were very close to uh, you know playing in the Super Bowl, hosting in their city, uh, and he's he's the guy why they've done that too. So second year under Kubiak, Clint Kubiak changed the offense last year a little bit, and that kind of hurt Cousins. But I think this year they're on the same page, and he is putting up great stats. All right, and then Kenny on a Monday night, the Chiefs are laying ten. They're laying ten to the Giants. The total's fifty-two and a half. I mean, if the if the Chiefs, my God, if they ever if they ever lost this one, we keep going. They can't continue to be doing this stuff. What is going on with Kansas City? I said it's a bad game. Two teams with losing records playing on Monday Night Football. Who would have really thought that? Um, if if you would have told me that the, I would have believed I would have believed you more if you would have said the Chiefs were going to be seven and zero and the Giants were going to be six and one. I would have believed you more with that than you telling me the Giants are two and five and the Chiefs are three and four. Um, yeah. I, this is this is still a very good football team. Chiefs lost to. The, char- the, the, the Chiefs have lost to Baltimore, playoff team, Chargers, yep. playoff team, Buffalo, maybe the best team in the AFC, and Tennessee. Those are four really good football teams, so it's not like they've lost to, to nobodies. They handled their business against Washington and Philadelphia, uh, two teams they should. This is another team they should handle their business in. I, this offense is just too good. Mahomes still a great quarterback. I think this is another correlated parlay. The Chiefs might take their frustrations out on the Giants on Monday night. And I'm just saying, the Chiefs are now 14 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll see. We got one short segment left. Kenny White, the information spectacular. Glad you're with us, Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. We love talking NFL football right here on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back to wrap up Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing with Kenny White from KennyWhiteSports.com. Just a generic thought, Kenny. Weather's about to be a thing, and then we kind of trend things out. There are a lot of good teams, and there are a lot of bad teams. Parity in the NFL, I don't know you know, where we go. We see every week there's three big double-digit numbers. How about home teams and road teams? What are you catching this year? Yeah, you know, they've struggled. 2019 was a really strange season that we saw home teams win uh, 136, lose 124, so a slight over 50%. But by ATS, though, they were horrendous. Uh, The visitors, 142 and 110 was a big year for the visitors. Well, 2020 with no home crowds, 
Um, last year, home teams were 134 and 131. Through only three games over 500, so his home field was worth zero in 20, 2020. It was it was wor- negative with the ATS record in 2019. I expected it to turn around this year with fans back in the stands, uh, but what we're looking at right now, home teams, 50 wins, 55 losses, mm. ATS, 46 and 59, the visitors. Wow. Uh, have done a nice job again ATS wise this year. I expect that to turn around sometime, Brian. I expect the home teams to start, you know, because obviously books make adjustments and they're going to start lowering home advantages, and sooner or later those crowds will take over, I think. All right, Kenny. Thanks for doing this. It's always a treat. Kenny joins me Fridays on Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Stevie Slapshot, too. Give him the lowdown on your website, Kenny. Oh, thank you, Brian. Yep, kennywhitesports.com. All great information for you there. Uh, we've got a weekly newsletter. A monthly uh, power ratings product that's $19.99 a month. That's it. You get five sports coming up here. Right now, NBA, NHL, the NFL, college football, all updated power ratings with projections on every game. It's all numbers-based. There's nothing into it. Figured in home field. Uh, the home field's in there, but no, no revenge, no coaching strategies, no look no letdowns. Pure-based numbers. You know how good the teams are. And uh, that's a $19.99 product. People love it. KennyWhiteSports.com. Great information, Kenny. Enjoy week eight in the NFL. Folks, thanks for joining us. Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. The winning edge. Now, one. An advantage to a successful outcome. Two. A record of higher than average favorable results. Three. What you get listening to us. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.